As I open my mouth, oh God, just speak through me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Today we're going to talk a little bit about um, Psalms 91. Amen. Psalms 91. And I've written it out so hopefully I don't miss anything. Now I'm not sure who the author is of Psalms 91. Some say it's Moses and others say it's David. But it's the word of God. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to read through it first and then we'll deal with most of the verses. Amen. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. And this is taken from the New International Version. Amen. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart or buffler. So God is faithful. You can count on You will not fear for terror of night nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, mm -hmm. nor the plague that destroys at midnight. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Mm -hmm. You will only observe your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. Mm -hmm. If you say, the Lord is my refuge, mm -hmm. and you make the Most High your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord. I will rescue him, I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. So God has a safe place for those who dwell with him. This promise is reserved for those who live in close fellowship with him. These special privileges are missed by those who follow afar off. Yes. When faced with imminent danger, many times we're gripped with fear and we rely on our own strength and intellect. Right. But those who dwell in God's presence will find safety in Him yeah. when their own strength and intellect fails. The word dwell is defined as to reside, live, have one's residence, or settle. If you settle or you reside, you're not an occasional visitor. It's like 
frequenting your home. Yeah. You frequent the presence of the Lord. Yeah. We quote the scripture Ephesians uh, 2 6. This is from the NIV version. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realm in Christ Jesus. So he has given us privilege, the privilege of tapping into and partaking of heavenly benefits. They've been made available to the saints of God. You will not learn everything by studying the word of God alone. Some things are revealed by frequenting the presence of God. He himself will reveal some things to us. Daniel prayed and he didn't receive an answer right away. You can read the story yourself in Daniel chapter 10 verses 11 through 13 and I'm going to just paraphrase. God said I answered you as soon as you prayed but the prayer was held up by the prince of the kingdom of Persia for 21 days. The archangel Michael came to help. So here we have the archangel Michael intervening on behalf of Daniel. Mm -hmm. God revealed what had happened to Daniel, why his prayer seemed not to have been answered for such a long time. And we don't know all the things that are going on in the heavenlies on our behalf when we live close to God. We can't explain or even understand how some things happen for us. We only know that it had to be God because there's no human explanation. We, we can't explain it any other way. The word dwell comes from the Hebrew word yeshab, which means to sit down, settle, remain, and inhabit. When we dwell, we frequent the presence of the Lord with prayer, supplication, meditation, and we allow God to speak to us. We enter into an intimate, sacred place in God. In Psalms 119 and verse 97, this is from the NIV version, David says, Oh, how I love the law. I think about them all day long. Another word for law is instructions. David says in Psalms 119 and 103, this is the New Living Translation. How sweet your words taste to me. They are sweeter than honey. And this is better than any natural food you can have. Amen. Here David is eating the word of God. He came to know how sweet God was by spending intimate time with him on a continual basis. He got to know God like you would get to know your spouse. When you spend intimate time with your spouse, you get to see their true personality and their character. 
and you get to know some things that no one else would get to know just by investing that time. Amen, that's right. And so it is with God. When you spend intimate time with God, you get to know some things that an occasional visitor wouldn't get to know. They may get to enjoy periodic privileges, but only those who dwell will have these benefits available to them all the time. It's just like inheriting $50 million. The inheritance taxes have been paid for you. It's legally yours. And all you got to do is just go and get it. But and you want to live comfortably with this money. But instead, you live like a pauper because you just won't go get it. All you got to do is go and get it. All we have to do is dwell. And God will reveal things to us, rescue us, and protect us. Thank you, Lord. Colossians 3 and 1 says, put on the new self. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. These are spiritual, supernatural things. Amen. Now, I don't know the spiritual thing that you want from God, but some of these things get developed in the dwelling place. In Psalms 91, the writer uses several names for God that describes who he was to his people at various times. The first one is Most High. The Hebrew word for most high is Elion, which is one who is elevated above all things. He is supreme, majestic. Now, who doesn't want to frequent the presence of a king like that? That's right. Our supreme king. There are many who don't, but I don't understand why. I encourage you to remain in the presence of the Lord. There's so many benefits that come from spending quality time with God. You get to know Him better. You receive instructions, encouragement, and protection. The author walked close to God. That's how he came to know Him as his refuge and fortress. Not a refuge and fortress, but He's mine, yes. my refuge, my fortress. And some of us have our own testimony where we have come to know God personally as our refuge and our fortress. He has placed a barrier between us and the enemy. Others have more confidence in man or doctors or professionals in the area of their need. But if we dwell in the presence of the Almighty, our confidence will build and will come to know personally of the benefits attached to dwelling. The dictionary defines uh, refuge as a condition of being safe or sheltered from danger. So God shelters us from dangerous situations. Yes, 
A fortress serves the same purpose as a refuge, and it is defined as a secure, fortified place. The author came to know God as his protector. He refers to God as his refuge and his fortress. Remember, Satan's job is to steal, kill, and destroy. And he'll use any situation or person that's available to him. But if you stay, if we stay in the presence of the Lord, we'll be safe. We all face challenges, and some challenges we don't think we'll ever get through. But And God will not take away the challenge. But he will not let it destroy us. Psalms 91 is a go-to scripture for many people in the world today when they're in trouble. Oftentimes, this is the only time they remember God. They need to be rescued. They need his protection. They want to rest under the shadow of the Almighty. But in order to walk in someone's shadow, you got to be close. That's right. Can't do that afar off. You can't walk in a shadow afar off. That's good. A shadow is cooler than being in full sun. So when struggles and circumstances heat up, you can rest under the shadow of the Most High. So I encourage you to take permanent residence with the Most High. Many times our first response to a desperate situation is to fix it ourselves. We get angry, we get frustrated, and then when we realize that we can't do nothing with that situation, we can't fix it, then we turn to God. (laughs) And he's right there, willing to provide shelter and protection for us. Oftentimes, what people really need is to be rescued from themselves. They made bad choices, and you have to suffer those consequences of your actions. God will forgive and he'll be there for us, but you still have to suffer the consequences of your actions. Also remember that we will reap what we sow. According to scripture. This is taken from the NIV. Galatians chapter 6, 7 and 8 says, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. We don't know why some are rescued and others are not. But we do know that if we break the law and get caught, you will have to suffer the consequences of the judicial system. Maybe even end up in jail. We know that we will reap what we sow according to scripture. Scripture tells us that. And sometimes it's a matter of we just don't follow God's instructions. He's given instructions to us and we just don't listen. And we end up suffering needlessly. That's right. 
I encourage you to seek God first. Yes. Make yes. Him the priority and not an afterthought. Right. Go to Him first. It'll save us a lot of hardship. Yes. Our focus today is on the benefits of dwelling in the sacred place of the Most High. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the encouragement is to dwell as to, opposed to being an occasional visitor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Verses 5 3 and 4. Let's read that. It says, Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart or buckler. What's a fowler? It's a hunter. And how do hunters get their prey? They set up a deceptively attractive bait mm -hmm. to lure you in. Amen. And if it wasn't attractive, right. you never come. You wouldn't fall right. for us. Right. So it has to be attractive in order to trick you right. and get you to come into that. Mm -hmm. Satan is the foul. Yes. No trap can succeed when God is providing the defense. I don't care how crafty it is. If God is your defense, you will not be trapped. If your confidence is in God, you don't have to fear. Fear is a natural response to the threat of danger. Interesting, scripture uses the example of a bird as a fowler's prey. I believe it's because they're small and helpless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Of the ones that are large, the large birds, there are only a few that fly really high so that they can stay out of the way of the falcon. Mm -hmm. right. They have a chance of escaping like an eagle. Mm -hmm. God says, I'll protect you from those things. <laughs> he says, I'll save you from deadly pestilence. Moreover, he says that I'll cover you with my wings, yes, a form yes. of armor. Mm -hmm. Birds protect their chicks by covering them with their wings. Yes. That's how they keep larger prey from taking their chicks and getting mm -hmm. to their eggs. Verse 4 talks about God truth the truth of the word is our shield and buckler or rampart i'll protect you from night terrors your dreams and visions that are demonic in nature or its origin arrows that fly by day that's a bold brazen attack from the enemy 
diseases that stalk at night, the diseases of today are things like AIDS and Ebola. Mm -hmm. And when we think about AIDS, oftentimes we think of a person that's on the down law. But sometimes these uh, AIDS is contracted from medical professionals. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Disasters that strike at midnight. These are natural disasters like a hurricane, tsunami, mudslides, and floods. We may experience the effects from these, but we won't be harmed. However, remember there is a condition to qualify for the protection. It's dwelling in the presence of the Lord. No weapon formed against us will prosper, but it can be formed. There's nothing to fear when we live in close relationship with God. Um, verses 9 through 13, I'm going to read. If you say, the Lord is my refuge, and you make the most high your dwelling no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And you will tread on the lion and cobra. And you will trample on the great lion and serpent. So there's, there's people dying all around you, but you're not going to be harmed. And God will, God will allow you to see the wicked punished. Yeah. And you'll see his justice and his mercy. Yeah. Now I know our situation sometimes feels like a tsunami. <laughs> but God will protect you. We've all had tsunami situations in our life. It's like, now I'm drowning, God. <laughs> this is coming over me. I'm a be buried under here. Yes, Jesus. The angels have been given a command to watch over you. Yeah. Not just big things, but the small things yeah. as well. The scripture says that he will allow us to tread on lions, cobras, and serpents. So don't try this if you're not in a place in God. <laughs> He's given us power to tread over demons. Yeah. But don't try it if you're not in a place in God. Or you'll be like the sons of Skeet. Right. Hmm? Who right. saw Paul performing all these great miracles and decided they wanted to do the same. Right. <laughs> and the demon jumped on him. I'm paraphrasing. Yes. Demon jumped on him. Right. And the scripture says they ran naked and afraid. They got out of there. Okay? They realized that they weren't Paul. Demon spoke to him and said, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know, but who are you? you um, verse 14. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges 
my name. This is happening because, not just because God loves us, and he does love us, but because we love him. We acknowledge his name. We get all these things. These things happen because we love God, so we have some responsibility. It's not, oh God, you That's love right. me, do this. If you love me, do that. Right. But we have a responsibility. And God says, I'm going to do all this. Right. Because you love me. Amen. You acknowledge yeah. my name. Yes. You trust in me. Yeah. You're fulfilling some responsibility yourself. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Got to be able to see. <laughs> Bear with me. No problem. We're rounding up. Short message. That's good. That's good. Verse 15 and 16. Verse 15 and 16. Would you like me to read? Yes, please. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. In conclusion, when we make God our dwelling place, we strengthen our relationship with him, we will receive instructions, comfort, and protection from severe and demonic dangers we face in life. He will deliver and rescue us because we love him. Yes. Not just because he loves us, but because we love him and we trust in him. So let's continue to dwell in the presence of the Lord. And the last scripture is Psalms 27 and 5 from the New International Version, which says, For in the day of trouble... He will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and give me and set me high upon the rock. Amen. 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 